Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. Um, obviously, if you're new to the channel, please obviously subscribe and hit the little notification bell so you uh, know when we're posting new content. But loads of videos and loads of great guests coming up, including today. I think it's our most uh, award-winning. Uh, she's won the... Uh, the Women's Super League twice um, with Liverpool. We don't talk about that. Um, but she's obviously played a couple of, couple of FA Cup finals as well. Um, it's Kate Longhurst. How are you, Kate? Hello. Yes, I'm good, thank you. I'm doing well. Yeah, not bad. Fifty appearance, Almost 50 appearances for the Hammers. Uh, five goals, I believe, I'm ready to believe. Yeah, probably should be doing better than that. But um, yeah, I think five. I don't know. I don't really count my goals. Don't you count the goals? Because I imagine some people do it religiously. Do you just like, when it happens, happens? Just give it, give it to someone else to score normally and then, uh, you know, join in the celebrations. That's all I care about. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Right. Obviously, um, many of you know that Kate's a, Kate's a massive West Ham fan. Um, and so, you know, the idea of this channel, Kate, is we're interviewing lots of different people all over the world, lots of different age groups about their memories of West Ham, um, you know, because obviously, you know, you more than anyone, we haven't got no live sport, no, you're not, you're not trading know, team or anything at the moment. Plenty to there's talk nothing, about. There's nothing, there's nothing, but hopefully nothing. soon, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. Yes. Um, so, so in terms of, in terms of your sort of West Ham fan career, we can talk, you know, feel free to drop in obviously the playing career as well. Um, you know, what's your earliest sort of memories of, of, of West Ham? I mean, I've, from as early as I can remember, I've supported them. Yeah. Um, and then as I've kind of, maybe from like 10, 11, I became obsessed, you know, watching every game and um, knowing all the players and just, I don't know, it's kind of like that family feel, isn't it, of being part of West Ham. Um, it's such a good feeling and you used to get that um, when you go over Upton Park and just, you know, you become friends with the people that you sit around. Yes. And, you know, and I have that now at, at the London Stadium as well, you know, the people that you see, um, you can always have a chat with them at every game. You, you start to know them, and I don't even necessarily know everyone's name, but you just you just have a chat, and um, whether we won, lost, draw, you know, it's it's that family feel, and um, yeah, from as early as I can remember, really, yeah. I've, I've just had it as 
part of my passion really. and you're right it's like you've got those you've got that bloke next to you or behind you who wears the flat cap it could be bob could be john yeah. don't know no but, idea <laughs> but your best mates for those three hours on the saturday exactly. love it exactly. absolutely love it now obviously you know unlike probably a lot of people we're, we're interviewing obviously you played for, you played for the club as well um you know I can probably guess one of your fondest memories, but you know, what sort of your, your fondest, your happiest, happiest memories that stick in your mind when you, when you think about West Ham? Um, I think the, the two playoff finals, um, you know, you don't really want to be going down to the championship, but I think if you can go back up, that's the best yeah. way of doing it because the day out at Cardiff, I just remember all the pubs and, you know, walking along and there's thousands of, of West Ham fans and, Unfortunately, I couldn't go to the one um, the year before Preston against Crystal Palace. I couldn't go to that one. I couldn't get a ticket because um, at the time I wasn't a season ticket holder. And um, I remember crying on my living room floor when we, <laughs> when we lost. And my dad was at the game, but I was just crying. And then um, to go to, to Cardiff again the next year and, and watch us beat Preston. Um, you know, just the streets, I remember just singing West Ham songs and just being part of like an army just marching down the streets. It was amazing. Um, And then Wembley as well, the Blackpool game, I think especially the way that we won it. um, That was incredible. And um, yeah, and and the FA Cup final, I was at that game as well. Um, And it's it's typical West Ham, isn't it? You think it's the hope that kills you. You think, okay, we're going to win this. We're going to win this. And then obviously Gerrard. it encapsulates oh, West Ham. That, that game sort of encapsulates what it means to be a West Ham fan. Exactly. You know? You've really got exactly. the highs and then, yeah. Yeah, and then it and just then, gets taken away from And then him. the penalties but, and just before with yeah. Marlon Harewood. You know, yeah. uh, no, 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 no. So, you know, back yeah. to normal. Bless us. Bless us. Um, obviously, yeah. unlike, unlike Luz, anyone else I've spoken to, you obviously, you know, there's not many people who had the privilege of, of walking out to Wembley um, yeah. for their club. You know, for yeah. your club. Um, and obviously, yeah, won't talk about result the matter, but that, <laughs> yeah. that, it doesn't matter. But but just having that, having that ability, having that sort of experience is something which is obviously so special. That obviously, you know, I can't. You know, maybe Mark Noble. Uh, maybe yeah. I think it was around the yeah, two thousand six when he came on. So, you know, there's there's not many people who did that. Um, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a privilege and an amazing sort of thing to do. But uh, yeah, I remember that Cardiff. I remember Cardiff. It's, we went there three years in a row, didn't we? And, yeah, final when there's there's a there was a pub literally on on one of the main streets there, which is I think it's Weatherspoons or other pubs yeah. available, but it had like a massive glass window, like second yeah. floor, and it was just all I could see was just heads. Just West Ham. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing it was times. Great, uh, and actually, I I actually I think I preferred that to Wembley. You know, just experience. I think I did. Yeah, just in terms of like the I mean obviously you've got Wembley Way but there's not a lot of pubs and things like that where you can all congregate yeah um whereas Cardiff there was quite a few places that you could go into but you could take over the whole place and then the other team could take over another street it's and then you just sort of like walk together and meet um so yeah I think I I think I preferred that in terms of like the atmosphere outside. yeah definitely brilliant right okay what we're doing Kate as well is as I said we're doing like your sort of hammers 11 so um we, we try and keep it to a 442 um if we can okay um just because I'm I'm rubbish at video editing more than anything. <laughs> old school. <laughs> yeah, old school, but I can't. This isn't my day job, so I'm sort of in the coronavirus trying to figure out how to do video editing. And, um, and, and secondly, um, you have to be in the lines for seeing them play. 
So you know, yeah. it's obviously, if you said you're West Ham, you know, West Ham would be obviously Bobby Moore and yeah, kind of, I was. I'm not I was quite like, that old. No, <laughs> And the last one is it's your 11. So it doesn't have to be the best players. It could be the yeah. ones that, you know, there's, there's certain players that people hold dear to their hearts who weren't the best, but yeah. they were triers or maybe yeah. you want to make the worst or whatever, you know, and that's the idea. It's open forum. And we've heard some great stories from different people in terms of the players they like. So, you know, for the, yeah. for the Longhurst 11, who have we got between the sticks? Yes. Um, it was it was a tough one between um, Ludo and Fabianski in goal made and watching them live and you just think how has he saved that yeah um, and you know he deservedly was our player of the season by an absolute mile I think yeah. and so for me I think he's probably for a good number of years been the best keeper that we've had um, so I'm going to have to go Fabianski maybe yeah. it's just down to the recent memories um but i just think in terms of you know we've had some good keepers but i think he's been some of the saves he makes i just don't think uh, i don't know how he's managed to do it to be honest yeah I agree. So i'll go with him yeah good shout i think yeah i i think as few disagree is probably technically the best player best goalkeeper we well i've had in my yeah. lifetime you know obviously i mean yeah We've had some great ones. We've had, you know, the, the Shaka, yeah, His, yeah. Shaka Hislops. And, yeah, Shaka, but, yeah. yeah, I did love Shaka Hislop. I did love Shaka Hislop. But you're right. Fabianski is just a, is a great player. And, you know, um, that year that he won, obviously, I can't remember the last time a goalkeeper won Hammer yeah, of the Year. Yeah, so, not, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right, okay, we'll put Fab in goal. Who are we going to go for, for left back then, Kate? Left back? I mean, I, I've gone for Julian Dix. Yeah. Just because I think he epitomised everything that you want out of a defender. Um, you know, no one messed with him. He was hard. It, you know, he'd smash the ball as hard as he'd kick someone in row Z. Um, and just played with a pure passion yeah. that you love. And it's it's not not many fullbacks can kind of get fans off their seat. And, you know, he was one of them players that he'd do something. You'd be like, yes, like, you know, and get the rest of the team going. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, and he seemed to have a real love for the club as well, and you know, obviously came back coaching as well, and um, so I think you know it'd be stupid not to pick Dicks really. And you're right, you know, fullbacks aren't the most glamorous positions, yeah. And, and yeah. to and to have and to be able to make a reaction with the fans just shows yeah. how much yeah how much he means. Yeah. Great shout. Okay, we will put Julian in left back. Who are we going to go for right back then, Kate? Right back. I was stuck. <laughs> between two and there's one like just random Love do you remember it. Sebastian Schemmel big fan he was in mine first, he was in mine. His first season um he was unreal but then his second season I was like oh <laughs> I'm not sure but we've had a few players that have done that that have been really good one season so yeah. I don't know if he makes my all-time 11 but he had one really good season um and then there's Potts who you know he was there for years and again I was quite young while he was playing there. So I don't remember him too much. Um, but I've gone for Thomas Repka. Yes. And I'm going to have like a no-nonsense back four here. But, yeah. you know, he was, again, when he left for, for a foreign player to come in and feel so welcomed by the fans and cry, you know, Repka, mm. like this hard man, you don't expect much emotion. And, you know, the game he left, he was sobbing his eyes out. And I think 
probably about 30,000 people in that crowd were as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was unreal. I mean, his first, was it his first four games he got sent off twice or something? Or, something like, no, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Absolute nutcase. Um, but again, like Dick's, just the passion, um, no nonsense, just did his defensive job, gave the ball to someone that was maybe a bit better than him on the ball. Yeah. Um, but did his job and just yeah. a fan's favourite again. Exactly. And uh, and a record signing for us at the time uh, yeah. when he signed yeah. for us. But yeah, no, Thomas Repka, yeah, no nonsense. Right, this is good. I like this. I can see how it's going in the mid in the centre. <laughs> okay. If those are the wing if those are the, the full backs, who the hell are we gonna have a centre backs in, Kate? Who have you got to say? Now this this is probably the hardest yeah. um decision for me because being West Ham, you let in a lot of goals, so you're not necessarily always thinking, oh, we have the best centre-backs, but obviously that can be down to the team that's in front of them as well. Um, but I've gone for Ginge, James Collins. I yeah. think just, again, no nonsense. But, you know, he he just had a bit about him, a bit of character, a bit of leadership. The fans loved him. Um, and just made you be proud of someone wearing your shirt. You know, he he just did everything that you wanted him to do. Uh, and it's a shame he didn't get another year contract, but you can kind of understand why that's football, unfortunately. But um, no, I, you know, I used to love watching him play and he had two spells here and, you know, he played a big part in, in what we were trying to achieve. And I think, you know, he, he seemed quite well liked among the the players as Definitely. well as the fans. Definitely. Um, and yeah, just popped up with a good goal as well every so often. So yeah, I'll put Ginge in there. Yeah, good shout. Great shout. And I, I'm, I totally echo what you said. I think, you know, I think it was first season in London Stadium but like Mike uh, Mark did a a little thing to that at the end of the season you know when they were doing yeah. the lap and he was like saying give this man another year and yeah. they did that time but yeah. you know and it's like yeah it clearly you see on Twitter and the banter he still has with yeah. everyone there's, there's there's still a love for the players and a love for the, the club which is great. exactly all right Ginger's in okay who who's going to partner him and Kate um so I had it between three I had Ian Pierce. Anton Ferdinand and Winston Reid. I think Winston Reid for a couple of seasons was unbelievable. Yeah. It's just a shame he got hampered by injuries, really. I think it's a real shame the way his career with us has sort of petered out a little bit. You know, since since we've moved really from yeah. Upton Park, he's had a lot of injuries. Um, but I think from when he first came to West Ham, how he grew as a player and became so important for us at the back. Um, I think people tend to forget that just because he's been dogged with injuries. Mm. Um, sometimes people forget how good he was. Um, Ian Pierce, I think he was just at the time a really good um, centre-half for us. Scored that goal against Tottenham that wasn't bad. Um, you know, he was, again, someone quite tough to get round and... You know, and could play a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Played up front. Be a good leader. Front for a few games, was, yeah. Yeah, um, but I think I'm going to go Frant on Ferdinand nice. just because he was there for a while. Maybe not necessarily the best centre back that we've ever had, um, and you know, probably not as good as Rio in terms of what he can do. But you know, Rio wasn't wasn't at West Ham long, and I think if you pick him, it's because of what he's done after West yeah, Ham. Sure. Um, but Anton seems to really have a love for the club and. Mm. Just that goal against Fulham, just being there, watching that live, it was incredible. Just, 
yeah, I, I don't know, he just had so much passion for West Ham and I really enjoyed watching him play and just, I felt gutted for him when he missed the penalty yeah. in the FA Cup final as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Anton Ferdinand to partner. Nice shout. And actually, I, I read a story or someone must have mentioned it to me about those penalties. I think Ginge was the next one or something like that. He was going right. to... And uh, yeah, and he was going to do, he was going to do old school Julian Dick, yeah. just, you know, 30 yard, just wallop it in. <laughs> just run from the halfway line. Don't exactly. stop. <laughs> 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 I was a goalkeeper. I'd have just gone, yeah, all right, Ginger. Yeah, no, I was going. Our uh, penalties weren't the best that day, were they? No, but, um, no, they weren't. And, and yeah. I don't think, and it's been picked up loads of times, you know, with Julian, obviously he had a famous, yeah, just walloped it. And no one does it anymore yeah. now yeah. in the modern game. Um, everyone's trying to be clever and curl it and dink it. Yeah. But um, yeah. All right. Okay. That's a no nonsense. You're not getting much change, are you, for the striker <laughs> or the two wingers out there? Love it, love it, love it. All right, okay, let's go into midfield. Who should we have a um, left wing? Left wing. Um again I've stuck between two. I think Everton in that that first season, um he was incredible for us and I really enjoyed watching him play and the way he could dribble round players and some of his finishes. Um I think it was Ipswich the the playoff goal. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a great moment. Um, but I think in terms of longevity, for me, Trevor Sinclair, um, you know, not necessarily like a pacey winger that takes people on, and um, you know, not not a lot of pace, but he had a lot of skill and a lot of yeah. um, great finishes for us. I mean, mm-hmm. he could score yeah. a world, even the you know every every season he seemed to pop up with a yeah. couple. Um, and he was one of the first players I had on the back of my shirt as oh, well. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Sinclair eight. So yeah, I really enjoyed the way that Sinclair played, and you know, represented England, which we we haven't had too many people um, to cheer on. But um, yeah, I just the way that Sinclair played, and obviously set up that Decanio goal as well. You've you've got to be in the team, haven't you, if you can play exactly. balls like that into exactly. our best players. Yeah, no, I, I echo so, everything yeah. you said there. He was, in, he was in my team as Tricky Trevor as well. Right, okay, yeah. he's going to left. Who's going to go on the right then? We'll go the other side. I've got to go with Pyatt. I mean, not that he's traditionally off the right all the time, but um, for me, cutting, in yeah. terms of watching a player live, mm. he is the best player I've seen live, um, along with Decanio. But just in terms of how easy he made the game, just everything he did, I was like, how has he done that? How? And just sitting players down and some of his free kicks that you get to see live. The one he scored against the Man United at Old Trafford, yeah. I, our game got called off. So last oh. minute, I could go to the game, Brilliant. but I had to sit in the United end. So I bought a ticket off a United fan and I'm sat there and I'm sat right behind the goal and it's gone in and I'm just like, I couldn't like I couldn't jump up and cheer because I'm sat with Man United fans, and um, oh, it was just unreal. But I mean, some of the the stuff he, for me, that's the most enjoyable season I've watched yes. West Ham play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the football that we played under Billich that season, um, yeah. the whole being the last year at the Bling Ground, like it was just everything was meant to be. I think, yeah. and to have a player like him, just the way he played was. Mm. It was incredible, really. Exactly, uh, and and there, and there was nothing of him. You know, he was like he was no, a stumpy yeah. little bloke, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just mercurial talent, and I, I think I, I totally agree. I think the stars just aligned that season. 
the yeah. right manager, the right player, and the right manager-player relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the season wouldn't have been the same without, without him. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Great shout. All right, we'll put Pyatt there. Who are we going to have in the censors? Okay. Um, I'm going to go for Noble. Yeah. Because he's pretty much been there the whole time I've supported Yeah, yeah probably right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's a reason he gets picked by every manager. Yeah. And, you know, he's he never shies away. He always wants the ball. You know, people say about his work rate and everything, but he always wants the ball. And he's mm-hmm. he can do things with the ball that other players can't do. You know, he has got skills. He can, like some of his passing, the vision that he's got, um, and this season and last season, he seemed to find himself on the left wing and putting in a few crosses as well somehow. Um, but he's just all action everywhere. Um, you know, he's, he probably touches the ball along with Declan Rice probably more than any other player on the pitch. Yeah. You know, he would never shy away and just gives, it, gives his all. And, you know, he's someone that you want as a captain, someone that you want to get behind as a West Ham fan. Um, so I, I couldn't have a team without, without Noble in it. No. Definitely. All right, Nobes is in. Good shout. Okay, so put Nobes in. Who's going to yeah. partner Nobes in the middle then? Um, Scott Parker. Yeah, again, for me, someone that just gave absolutely everything. And mm. I mean, he probably deserved to be in a better team than us. I mean, that one season he had, I think he won the Football Writers Award. Or yeah, yeah. Not many people do that from. Yeah. Uh, we get relegated that from, season as well. From so West Ham haven't even achieved anything that season um he was incredible and i just remember him sort of going around in circles all the time but he'd always Scotty get away Parker turn, yeah. yeah he'd always just get away, from the way. Yeah, yeah. um but he just i mean he'd take shots in the face get straight back up yeah. it was just as if he did everything for the team that season um and and then unfortunately we got relegated and we had to let him go to, you know, the team that we, we don't we mention. We don't talk about yet. Um, but yeah, but he was, he was incredible. Probably, again, one of the best players I've seen in terms of wearing a West Ham shirt. All action, did absolutely everything, pass, shooting, tackling, just everything. He was, he was unreal. And I think for Noble, he was someone to learn off of and picked up a lot of good traits off of him as well and became a better player from playing alongside him, I think. That's a good shout. And I think it's, and I think sort of history is repeating itself with Declan and Mark, you know, yeah. having that sort of older man, so to yeah. speak, to sort of, you know, so yeah, I can see that. It's a good shout. I didn't really think about that, but yeah. that's, a, that's a great shout. Okay. So, and I think it's going to be Noble and Parker in the middle because you've got Pyatt and Trev. Yeah. So they're not yeah. going to track they back can, too they much. Can come in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They can do all the defensive work. Exactly. Love it. Okay. Who are we going to go for uh, up front then, Kate? Um, I think Decanio has to yeah. be there for me. He was one of the first players that you know made me fall in love with West Ham and just the way he played and that little chop that he always had. You knew he was doing it. The defender knew he was doing it, but would still always be able to do it. Um, you know, he's what you want in a West Ham player. You know, passion, skill is a bit of a like throw a strop and didn't really that's, like that's him, yeah. but, yeah, yeah. but you know him. you loved him for it because yeah. he gave absolutely everything on the pitch and wore his heart on his sleeve and you know he wasn't bad in terms of skills and everything was he so um, yeah. you, you can't have a team without to can you and I think West Ham fans relate to that person who's you know clearly an enigma of a player and yeah. 
you know he's going to take one defender to leave a foot in and he'll absolutely just go. Yeah. And, but that's, yeah. it was like Repka. It's <laughs> like Repka. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but brilliant. And what a man as well, you know. He's, yeah. And he still loves West Ham to this day. Yeah. And the West Ham fans still love him to this exactly. day. So, yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to have the Canyon on your team. Sounds great. And I think the Canyon Payet would be tasty yeah <laughs> we might be in trouble but um, right. for away yeah. games particularly we'll have to yeah. put someone instead of Paolo but yeah we're right all right who are we going to go exactly exactly Julian will have a word that's for sure yeah right okay who's going to partner the Kenya up front then Kate yeah this was hard because I mean that Tevez season mm. Tevez was incredible for us um you know, I, again, we don't we don't get many players like him, and we were very fortunate. And I mean, he only really played half the season, but his goals kept us up that season. Um, so it was it was it was it, not many players can kind of get the West Ham fans on side within one season and then leave and still be Revered. getting their name sung yeah. when he came back. You know, um, but I think because he wasn't there as long, I'm not going to put him in my team. Sure. Um, and then I've got Colton Cole, just, I think, for a pure emotional reason. You know, he maybe wasn't the best striker, but he would pop up with some good goals. I mean, he's one of our top scorers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was there for years and you just loved him. You know, even if he miss a sitter, but then he could score like a goal on half volley on the turn. You think, where's that come from? Yeah. Again, someone that would never stop trying. Um you know, he was someone I really enjoyed watching playing, even though, again, he's not maybe the best striker, but I loved having him at West Ham. Um, and then my other option is Dean Ashton. And I think it's a shame he got injured because I think he was probably, in my lifetime, the most natural finisher that we've had at West Ham. Agreed, yeah. Um, you know, we're we're not really maybe blessed with so many natural finishers. Maybe Chicharito, but he was in and out of the team and never yeah. really looked like he wanted to be at West Ham. Um, so Ashton, in terms of being a natural finisher, I think mm. it's a real shame that his career had to end when it did. Um, so, yeah, between them, and I mean, as much as people probably hate on Altovich, he was really important for us. Did a good um, job for that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, just the way he could hold the ball up and how quick he was. You, he doesn't look that quick, mm. but he was so quick and strong and no one could mm. knock him off the ball. So again, I mean, Arnautovic was was great to watch. Um, yeah, I'm stuck. I may, uh, oh, well, I'm well, going to I mean, go for Colton Cole. I was going to say Colton go because also, is it, yeah. also he does he does go come down to Rush Green quite a bit just to yeah, exactly, family exactly. fun days. Exactly. So I'll keep it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go for Carlton Cole because he's just again a fan's favourite, isn't he? And, yeah. and done a lot for the club. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. And I don't know if you listen to his. He's doing a podcast with Marlon and and Chris Skull, and it's brilliant. It's the Footballer's Guide to Football, and he, yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. I'll have so to give it a listen. Yeah, yeah, and again, obviously, and I love you... Mar- Marlon Harewood, Marlon Zamora, you know, Joe Cole. There's Pete. There's so many players. Yeah, that there's so many, and, that, and that's the great thing about about this is you can think back and look, and then like. Like me, I was going back and I was like, oh, and I was thinking about, you know, when you said, you know, Trevor Sinclair was the first person in your shirt. And I was thinking, you know, yeah, I think mine was Neil Ruddock. 
I don't know why. <laughs> I had this weird fascination That's the one with Neil. Yeah, exactly. I had a weird fascination with Neil Ruddock, and I think I had Johnny Moncur on my back as well one day. Yeah. But uh, no, brilliant. Oh, I love Moncur. Oh, what a, what a, what a lovely bloke. Was. What a lovely bloke. Oh. He was. If you wanted a yellow card, you know, just get yeah. Johnny off. <laughs> and, I and remember that, when uh, he yeah, pulled the lino shorts down. Yeah. And he warming up, and he just pulled the lino shorts down right in front of us, and I was like, "Oh my god, this this man!" Uh, and that was probably the last. Yeah, and and no disrespect to sort of the, the modern era players, but I reckon that was pro- probably the last sort of the Neil Ruddocks, the John Monkers was the last sort of fun era. Do you know what I mean? When like yeah. you know, when like you know, when they were doing the lap of honor or lap of appreciation yeah. they were all naked by the end of pop yeah <laughs> they're throwing their shirts and their shorts and socks yeah. and yeah lovely. you can't really get away with it now oh, i think no, there's no, just no. too much too much money in the in the game well, i remember we played uh, who did we play i think pre-season friend we played napoli a few years ago when we was in the old yeah. in the old ground and uh by the end they were all in their white skimpy yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were like, <laughs> like chiseled Adonis Italian bodies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Okay, it's been absolutely brilliant. I've really, really oh, enjoyed it. Got a lovely, lovely team. Appreciate obviously you, you obviously spending the time and obviously you know doing all the stuff to get signed off and stuff. So you can come on. I really yeah. appreciate your time. And uh, thank you to everyone for for watching. Obviously, you know, like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Got a hell of a lot of other people coming up soon. And uh, stay safe, everyone, and take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.